Okay, good morning, everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session for Friday, the 18th of May. Um, sorry, it's 19th of May now, isn't it? Excuse me. Bear with me. Let me change that. Um, good morning to everybody. Good to have you with us as always. Um, okay, so let's get straight into it then. Um, the whole idea behind this particular session before the European Open uh, begins is to be as prepared as we possibly can for today's trading opportunities. So um, please see a risk warning currently up on screen. And as always, just be mindful of the risks involved in trading these financial markets, especially at the minute. So um, every trader, no matter what your trading strategy is, you need to give some consideration in terms of which markets do you trade? Where do you enter and exit those markets? How do you manage risk, hopefully prior to uh, to entry? Risk is not something you should be meddling with during the trade. Um, how do you manage each trade to a successful outcome? So trade management, an important feature. And also you have to blend in sort of psychology in these markets. Um, and as you know, we address these considerations live every day in our trade rooms, and we are strong advocates of being consistent in our approach, accurate with the levels we use, discipline, and also uh, patient as well. So these markets are really testing all those skills really to, to extreme levels in some cases. Um, so let's start with a review of potential market moving news. Good morning, everybody. Okay, so... Um, so today now is is Friday the 19th. So I suppose if we went back, um, unemployment claims came in slightly below expectations. So the jobs market is still pretty, pretty tight. Uh, the Fed want to see that loosen somewhat. Uh, we're not really seeing a massive uh, loosening of um, employment conditions in the US. So that's causing a bit of a problem. Um, nothing of any major concern. We've got G7, of course. We've got retail sales, Canadian figures due out at lunchtime. Um, but this news event down here shouldn't be underestimated, really. We're going to be hearing from Jerome Powell, and the market's going to be listening very carefully to see whether he is net dovish or net hawkish, uh, these, these markets, i.e., um, Will he be advocating for a pause and potentially a rate pivot? Or will he be advocating, you know, the job's not done, we still need to push rates higher? Right, this is where the complexity begins. So with that in mind, let's have a look at the charts. Um, we had a pretty impressive rally yesterday uh, across, across these markets. And let me have a look at the Aussie dollar as well on the daily. Okay, so let's start with the US indices. So we've had a pretty explosive move actually to the upside. Um, However, this move has kind of caused us a few a few problems because now we are technically above that 4,200. We said that was the, the major pivot point really uh, for further upside, 4,200 and above, we'd be looking for further upside. 
it's not the trade we want to get into, but it is the trade that we kind of now have to look at. Um, the problem we've got is that this market is moving higher off two things. Um, firstly, on the debt limit. So there's positivity on the debt limit side in the US, which is um, which is an outcome that we've seen every single time without fail. You know, that debt limit keeps getting pushed higher. Otherwise, the US government defaults on its on its own commitments and debts. So that that really is a situation that can't happen. So there's positivity about something which everyone fully accepts. Um, so what's worth noting is uh, volume levels are really quite low. So there's, I suppose, a relatively small portion of influential players in this market driving prices higher. So the question is, you know, why would they be doing that? There is, uh, there is reasons to, um, for these markets to kind of soften rather than harden. The second issue is the belief that these markets believe that the Fed are going to um, not just pause in the next minute, in the next meeting minutes, uh, sorry, in the next FOMC, but to potentially, you know, start lowering rates. The problem with that is that's already beginning to unwind in a very significant manner. So we are very much of the opinion that the Fed still need to do a lot more with with inflation to get it under control. Uh, there's talk of you know inflation now bottoming, uh, i.e. you know could be actually pushing higher again pretty soon. And now there's this new phrase of of they're going to skip, so they're going to pause at this meeting just to see how things go over the summer, and then in September they'll start hiking rates again. Um, for us, it's a little bit more straightforward. Um, the Fed aren't going to make decisions on something that might happen further down the line. They're probably going to make decisions on the the concern right now, which is inflation. And that is way too high. It's way too sticky. So we don't think the job is done, but the market does believe the job is done. Now that lends itself to two, two outcomes. We can almost reluctantly buy this market or we can wait for the rollover to kick in. Um, I mean, actually, we can we can probably you know do both. Um, we could take short-term buying opportunities in this market, and that forty-two hundred is a is a very important level. And if we're above that, which we are, the high is just at the highest forty-two thirteen. Um, we can certainly look to go with that little bit of momentum. We know it's going to be choppy. We know it's going to be, you know, very erratic. Um, so that's the 42.13. We've seen that move across the Dow Jones, a two-day really bullish market. Well, we don't really think there's much reason for it to be this bullish. But look at the move we've seen in the, in the NASDAQ. You know, really exceptional move and now we're clearly above this little level in here so we've had a series of structural failure trades to the upside and this month or this week should i say the the the, the two four six the six weeks prior to this week were uh, pretty poor 
as far as price action is concerned. This week now, <clears throat> we've had a pretty, a pretty aggressive um, bullish environment. And look at volume. Look where it's come. It's right down at these very significant lows. So this is being driven higher by a relatively small number of participants on, on, a, on a market breadth basis. So that's what makes this buy trade really quite difficult. But it's not to say that we can't look for, now we've broken above that level, we can't look for further upside. So we can take yesterday's high. Uh, 13,914. That's the NASDAQ. <clears throat> we prefer to sell up with these highs, but um, it doesn't look like there's much opportunity to do that at the minute. The, 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 and again, look at the volume. We've come from these higher levels and where we are... Um, Pretty much a third of the normal values. You know, we could have been up at sort of 300 points, uh, just over 300 points uh, in something like the uh, the DAX. And now we're currently at uh, 155. Okay, so let's, I thought that was 115. So we've been down as low as 114. We're up at 150. So it's half the normal volume that we would um, normally expect in this market over this period. And as you can see, we've pretty much done nothing uh, just until the last two days. So a puzzling backdrop, I think that has to be a very impressive move from the, and we don't generally like to to, to sell the highs. So when a market proves to, to break to the upside, you know, there's a lot of traders will be looking for that sell trade. Um, I suppose we have to be kind of true to what we're advocates of, but um, we probably have to go to the upside, especially on this little breakout to the upside here. This little breakout here, which just occurred. Um, Yesterday, that that particular trade occurred. So all of these markets, uh, Bitcoin's not really benefiting accordingly, which again, there's a lot of people saying, oh, well, it's now pinned to the FTSE, uh, sorry, to the uh, to the US indices. Well, that's not the case. Yesterday, a really explosive move to the upside. Uh, Bitcoin, nothing, a bearish move, a small bearish move. So that's uncoupling. Now, here's the other problem. If you thought your problems are over with a really bullish stock market for, for no reason, um, we've got further complications to add. Let me start with bond yields. Um, they're pushing higher, more, you know, quite significantly higher, which is broadly negative for stock markets, and yet they're rallying. Okay. So that's clearly not the, so we've got a high here of um, 26.30. 
yesterday's high 26.90. So we've actually made a new recent high since mid-March. And we know what happened early March. Um, you know, all banking crisis related, massive sell-off. Now we, it looks like we've bottomed out and it, it now looks as if we get this um, bond yields actually beginning to push higher again. We're still in inverted territory. If you take the two-year and the 10-year, the two-year is still much, much higher than the 10-year, which just implies that there is still a, a recession coming down the line. And with that in mind, look at the S&P 500, there is a recession coming down the line. And it's, it's just proven to be ultra resilient. Again, it's, it's, a, it's a strange place for us to be. Um, so if that wasn't enough, um, we'd look at a dollar. We'd expect the dollar to, to weaken quite considerably. But this suggests that there's something, there's something not quite right with these markets, not just bond yields, which are suggesting indices lower, but also the dollar is suggesting it's, it's, we need to choose. We either buy stocks and, and indices, or we sell um, the euro dollar, pound dollar. We, we basically buy the US dollar. And this implies that not all is well, you know, when you see a strengthening dollar, it's, it's negative for commodities, it's negative for global growth. Um, and it just means that it's a bit of a flight to safety trade. So people look for US dollars during times of, of, of difficulty. And it looks like we're, this is what this little move is saying to us. And we're seeing the opposite in the indices. So um i think we will probably continue to just focus on the dollar yet again the euro dollar trade to the downside uh the pound dollar trade to the downside which we're still in um oil to the upside we're still in we have a take profit up at these uh 73 yeah 73 75 levels so let's see if we get up to those highs okay so um So the US dollar, big move yesterday for the uh, dollar yen, the dollar Swiss as well, nice move to the upside, dollar strength across the board, um, the Aussie dollar as well to the downside, uh, it's kind of reversing a little bit today and more indecision really for the New Zealand dollar. So we can broadly say we have this strange upside down market with indices higher, but also dollar higher. and bond yields higher as well, which is a, a strange dynamic. You'd normally expect inversion in those. So it just sends us a signal that things are not not okay. Uh, I'm not too sure which win out. It's, it's probably a case of either choose the dollar or the indices. And we're very much in the dollar camp at the minute. Um, a couple of weeks of kind of erratic indecision for the euro pound. Um, your yen, we start seeing a little bit of, this is a double top in here for the pound yen. This is that pullback we were kind of referring to, I think a couple of days ago. 
So these pullbacks, what they're doing is they're just making, you know, technical highs, pulling back really to an extended level, breaking previous highs, and then they're rolling over to the downside. So is there a flight to safety trade across the yen? I think we'll 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 have a look at the dollar and the yen. Um, are the indices potentially to the upside? There's a bit of a bit of support coming in here at these lows. And we're still in oil to the upside. Okay, so I think we have broadly speaking what we need to be able to put together a trade plan in the first place. So um yeah, mixed should be the word to describe these markets. Um, I wonder if there's a better word. So really mixed. Yeah, it's quite mixed and it's it's, it's quite choppy as well. You know, we're, get, we're picking good trades, but we're getting excessive pullbacks. If I go back to Wednesday's uh, Aussie dollar pound dollar sell trades, you know, they're the right trades. Yesterday, they kind of all prevailed to the downside and rallied, um, which is what we were expecting. But we just had to put up with a, a prolonged, extended pullback as well. Okay, so um, so we had a good sell in gold. Um, we were looking very carefully at that potential dollar strength trade, which started to materialize once more. And yesterday morning as well, um, we were interested to see if the indices would, which were mildly stronger at the time, would they roll over to the downside? The answer was unfortunately no. Um, trade frequency, we only added a couple of trades yesterday. We weren't really interested in going four, five, six trades. So our, our trade frequency is lower, and so too is our um, trade size. So we're, we're, we're almost using our capital just to ease ourselves in, dip our toe in the water, so to speak, and uh, see where the opportunities are likely to develop. So it's more exploratory at the minute um, because of these relatively mixed market conditions. So, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna break this up as, as follows. So we will certainly look for further potential dollar strength These are kind of normally we just identify euro dollar, pound dollar, Aussie dollar, blah blah blah. These are the levels, uh, gold, you know, S and P. Um, we have to have a bit more of a broader view because um, yesterday was a good example where we saw the dollar strengthen, but we also saw the the equities push to the upside as well. So we want to be able to to be a little bit nimble. Uh, Yen, yen strength off those very significant highs. So, so this is our trade plan. Then again, we've got these mixed choppy conditions, guys, and that hasn't changed now for six weeks. So I'm afraid that's that's what we have to deal with. So, number one, we're going to look for further potential dollar strength and see where the best opportunities for that may lie. Um, we're also going to look for potential yen strength as well. 
So will that yen start to roll over to the downside in markets like the euro yen, pound yen? Um, or we're going to look at potential further U.S. indices strength. So we keep it more U.S. focused. That seems to be the, the market driver at the minute. Um, so look, this is our trade plan. That's what we're looking at. Uh, market summary, mixed and choppy market conditions. We're either going to look for some dollar strength or some potential yen strength, which is this kind of risk off mentality, despite having a risk on market condition across the equity markets. Confusing. Yes, it is. Um, you know, we need these markets to kind of settle down a little bit and to revert back to kind of some form of normal sort of backdrop. But it is what it is. Uh, I've just posted a trade plan into the chat box, guys. Look, we wrap it up there. Thanks very much for joining us. This is where this narrative gets gets confusing. Uh, we absolutely, on the left-hand side, have U.S. indices higher, without a shadow of a doubt. Risk on market conditions, U.S. indices higher. But we also have a stronger dollar. We also have commodities pushing lower. We also have bond yields pushing higher, which is very much on the right-hand side. So which narrative will prevail? Honestly, we have no idea. It keeps flip-flopping from one to the other. And now we've got elements of both. So really strange market condition. This is not kind of normal by any stretch of the imagination. So uh, do bear that in mind, guys, as we get through these, uh, these tough conditions. Great stuff. On that note, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Um, any questions, feel free to post them and we'll, uh, we'll switch rooms now. Thanks for joining us. Just to let you know, we do trade these markets live from 8 a.m. every morning for the European trading session. And we're back again at lunchtime for 12.45 p.m. These are all UK times for the US trading session. If you want to join us for that, very welcome to do so. For more information, just go to the live trade room.com for more information. And we'd be happy to, uh, you know, you can, if you have any questions about trading markets, you can feel free to contact us there. Great stuff. On that note, guys, take care. Enjoy the rest of the morning and we'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.